a guarantee, isn't it? As predictable as those little wieners in the crock pot at the office Christmas party or the bell ringing Santa outside of King Super. It's just part of the season, right? And it makes us anything but festive or jolly. What am I talking about? Holiday maintenance. I mean, we all know that sometime during the Christmas season, something is going to break or fall apart or give up the ghost. Mike Carlander, holiday maintenance tip number two, holiday decorations. When hanging Christmas lights, if you're hanging lights in the same place each year, install permanent hangers, saving time during the busy season for years to come. When taking down holiday lighting, keep from tangling by winding your lights around a cord holder, heavy cardboard, or threading them around an old Pringles can. Eat Pringles before task. Yeah, it's almost a guarantee. Something is breaking down over Christmas. Sometimes it's, it's small stuff, like the electric carving knife, and sometimes it's big. Like last year when Flatiron's executive pastor Paul Bruner and his family, when they woke up Christmas morning to 30 below temps in their house, freezing because their furnace blew in the middle of the night. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Mike Carlander, holiday maintenance tip number three, fireplace cleanup. Whether burning with logs or gas, maintain the fireplace. Dirty chimneys can lead to house fires, so keep things clean year-round. Make sure to remove fireplace ash after each fire. When cleaning the chimney, use plastic sheeting and tape to mask off interior opening. And use quality chimney brushes, available at your nearest hardware. Safety gear and a reliable ladder are also needed. Exhibit caution while on the roof. Do not attempt in inclement weather or when ice and snow are on the roof. And even though we know the best way to care for our things, our cars, our homes, our yards, is to maintain them, it's still a hard thing to do. It's easy to let things slide. To forget about changing out the air filter and the HVAC, or or we miss the regular oil change. I mean, life gets busy, and the regular maintenance of our stuff just gets pushed to the back burner until that burner gives out. And then we're spending the best part of our Christmas break fumbling around Home Depot, scratching our heads like chimps trying to find the right stovetop burner so that we can make Christmas dinner. Mike Carlander, holiday maintenance tip number four, bringing pests indoors. When purchasing or cutting a live tree, make a thorough inspection at the tree lot or national park. Spiders, aphids, and park beetles may live in pine and fir trees. Look for eggs and branches, which are dormant in the cold. Once inside the home, in warmer climes, insects may hatch. Shake tree vigorously outdoors to remove any pests before bringing them indoors. Store firewood at least 20 feet from the home on a raised structure such as concrete blocks or poles. 
Unpack all decorations outdoors in case pests have nested inside during the off-season. When repacking decorations, use durable sealed containers that pests can't chew through. Merry Christmas! As men, we're called to love and provide for our families. And a big part of that providing is making sure that all of our stuff in our homes, especially during the holidays, is running and maintained. And the same is true at all of our campuses here at Flatirons. Each of our campuses needs regular, and I mean regular, maintenance. Just like at home. Toilets break, basements flood, and vacuum cleaners crap out. At all the most inopportune times, like Christmas. And that's why we've asked our good friend and resident Mr. Fixit, Mike Carlander, in to talk to us about his job here at Flatirons as senior facilities engineer and what that entails and some of the stories that go along with this very important part of creating an excellent environment around here at Flatirons. Mike leads the charge in making sure everything is up and running each week at our campuses and managing the most overlooked ministry and volunteers here at Flatirons. It's Crazy Christmas Maintenance with our favorite unsung hero, Mike Carlander. This is Flatirons Men's Community Pastor Dan Foote, and you're listening to Wake Up Call, the Flatirons Christmas Podcast for Men. We're, we're talking Christmas, and seriously, you are you're you're an unsung hero around here. You, uh, I know you're going to shake your head. That's just who Mike Carlander is. You're so humble, but you're the one that keeps this all running. I mean, literally running. Uh, you're, a, you are. What's your title? I'm a uh, senior facilities director. Senior facilities director. That means that you're the one making sure the toilets are unclogged and. Yeah. And I have a, a, a great team. Yeah. Now, Ricky, I have a new guy, Ricky. Okay. Just started with me. Have we met Ricky before? Uh, Ricky Bobby. Ricky, is he called Ricky Bobby? <laughs> yeah. Shake and bake, right? Shake and bake, shake yeah. and bake. Yeah, NASCAR Lander's going to hire Ricky Bobby. <laughs> of course. Yeah. yeah, you're a huge NASCAR fan. So. I want to go fast. Yeah, I want to go fast. <laughs> Ricky Bobby. Ricky Bobby, yeah. Uh, he's not part of the the uh, court-appointed helpers? <laughs> uh, no, he's not a community service worker, no. no. Yeah, because you get a lot of those, don't you? Oh, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. is it every week you have? Oh, some? yeah, we have uh, 16, about 16 a week. Uh, well, 16 on the weekends. We have right. 16 spots available. And then during the week, we have several. People that are fulfilling their community service. Community service. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of them for? Oh, like MIP, minor in possession, or yeah. uh, DUIs, or, you know. What's one of, of your best stories about those guys? I had one guy that uh, I usually don't ask him what they did because, you know, I did some dumb stuff, too. I just didn't get caught. Sure. So um, I had one guy that uh, came in, and he wanted to tell me his story that he had uh, he had been caught uh, skinny dipping uh, in his in his own swimming pool with his girlfriend. So what's wrong with that? So the, the neighbors saw it, and they called the police on him. And so he had to get out and talk to the police officers. And <laughs> Then he asked. He asked me, "Do, do you have a I, do you have a singles group around here?" I, <laughs> I, 
I need to get a new girlfriend. <laughs> no. Or I had uh, I had a couple that they both got a DUI. Yeah. At the same t- same time, and so I never asked them how because I just wanted to. Th- th- they both got a DUI, DUI at, at the, the same, same time. So I don't know if they ran into each other in different <laughs> separate cars, or, <laughs> or they. You know, they got one got pulled over and the other one jumped in and was just as yeah. intoxicated as the previous one. <laughs> I don't know, but they both they both got DUIs on the same day from the same jurisdiction. That's crazy. And we've had guys that uh, come back and just volunteer, which is really cool. You oh, know, so they do or, their community service, service and then come back. Right. That's great. Yeah, and then yeah. Uh, uh, we've had a few that have gotten baptized. You know, that yeah. they come up and give me a high five, and it's cool. That's great. Yeah, that's great. So you've been doing this for how many years now? Five and a half years. You've been on staff. Yeah, I've been on staff for five and a half years. You volunteered for how many years prior? So my daughter, my daughter came to Jim's first teaching. And when then he first came? When he first came. What, 10 years ago? To 11 years ago, yeah. She was yeah. 14. Oh, wow. And she said, uh, the, uh, that Sunday, she said, Dad, you want to come to church with me next week? And I said, oh, yeah, I guess. Where is it? She said, Lafayette. I live in Longmont. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go with you, but can can we sit in the back in case this guy really sucks, you know? <laughs> so, she goes, yeah, sure. So we came, and, and I've been here ever since. Yeah. So I started volunteering about six months after that. Right. Jim put out a call to, uh, you know, he asked for volunteers in traffic, or do the traffic team or be, on, be in guest services. And, and then he said, and if you just have a face for facilities, you know, you, know, <laughs> you could sign up for that. And there were three there were three or four of us that signed up. We have faces <laughs> I, have, I have a facilities face, yeah. <laughs> so uh, uh, I started volunteering for that. And uh, we basically uh, vacuumed the church every Monday Yeah, when it was over here at the Jack's location. Right. And prior to that, you had a, an electrical business or a lighting, lighting business? Lighting company. I was self-employed, yeah. Yeah. For for how many Nin- years? 19 years. Yeah. Self-employment's hard. Yeah, it is. It's tough. Yeah. The only thing I miss about that is uh, working with my family, you know. Sure. That was that was a good thing, but Yeah. But you guys are like family, so <laughs> <laughs> So it's good. Yeah, yeah. well like I said we were we're one big dysfunctional family. That's right. right. That's right. Yeah. 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 And so but you're the one everything that goes on at Flatirons when you think of church, it goes right down your alleyway. You have to Everything from setting up chairs, like you said, vacuuming, yeah. uh, polishing the floors, the toilets. I mean, everything goes through your world. And this time of year is all about decorating the church. Right, right. Now, with the campuses, how big of a hassle is that? We do it on Black Friday. Yeah. We do it here in Lafayette on Black Friday. Right. Um, we get about 60 volunteers. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I tell guys I'm trying to save them money so their wives aren't out there, you know, spending money on Black Friday. They're in a, in the church uh, <laughs> decorating, putting up Christmas trees and putting up the garland, putting the lights on the building. Right. Um, all of that. So. Yeah. So you just touched on something that you revel in and you are known for is that you're a skin flint. Yeah. <laughs> is that something you've always been? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I've always been. I had, uh, I have a 15 month old younger brother. And, yeah, and so we both were, you know, always. He's he's cheaper than I am. He's <laughs> he, he used to order pizza. He'd say, "Hey, you want me to order a pizza?" I'd go over to his place and and then he charged me like I'd say, "Sure." And I thought we were sharing, and he's and he go, "No, it's three dollars a slice," you know. <laughs> <laughs> he was always trying to make money on me. <laughs> I, uh, he, he's getting like a Totino's frozen pizza and yeah, charging three yeah, bucks a slice. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I have, yeah, I've always been 
one to save, uh, you know, turning off all the lights and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I, I eat an apple a day and I save this, the sandwich bag that I eat the apple in every day, rinse it out. And I, I've used it now for probably the past six months. Which cracks me up. <laughs> <laughs> because that's why you get disposable bags. Yeah. But not you. Not me. I don't, it's not, it's not, a, it's not bad until you're, it's really bad, you know, until it rips. <laughs> so, so you're going to go to your grave having the same box of Ziploc bags that's right. in, your, in your drawer. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's kind of a simple kind of life that I try to lead, you know. Yeah. Um, we're not, my, my wife and I we're, and our family, we're not extravagant. We just, yeah. we, we're not poor or anything. We're, we're blessed with what we have. Right. But um, we're thankful for what we have yeah. and we try to take care of stuff. Really and you well. and Kelly have been married for how long? Uh, I better get this right, huh? Yeah, you uh, better get this right. <laughs> uh, tw- 28, 28 years. 28 years. Yep. Two girls, right? Two daughters, yep. yeah. Yeah. And uh, hey, tell us about your daughters. So one of my daughters uh, lives in Texas. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going hunting with her. Uh, yeah. Well, I've been hunting with her before. I'm going hunting with her son, with her, with my son-in-law, her husband. Yeah. Um, she was the girl that w- couldn't go to the zoo because she would always gag because of the smell. And now she lives on a farm and I have... Grand donkeys and twenty six grand chickens, and uh, she 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 shoots deer. She's uh, yeah. she raises bees. She's wow. a bee, she's a beekeeper. Um, she's a dental hygienist. Is her is what she does? So for a living. yeah, dental hygienist. I mean, that's like one of the grossest things you could do. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. I wouldn't want to do that. But uh, hey, um, tell us. Uh, she just had a little bit of a scare. Uh, yeah. Tell us about that. So she uh, had a pain in her side and then uh, went to the ER and they turned out to be uh, blood clots in her lungs. Yeah. So they rushed her to the hospital and I'm a thousand miles away from her, you know, and I I like fixing things, but that's something I can't fix, you know. Right. And that's really kind of a scary thing. Yeah. So um, she's, she's. She was in the hospital for three or four days, and uh, she, now she's she's back to work. And it, everything's every, fine. Everything's fine. She's on blood thinners and stuff. But for, that's scary. That's scary, yeah. For a perfectly healthy 26-year-old right. to go through that, and for us, just, you know, it, it was tough. Right. And Kelly's a school teacher, right? She teaches fourth grade. Where at? Uh, Fall River Elementary in Longmont. Okay. Just, yeah. Yeah. So, and you grew up here. Uh, yeah, I graduated from Centaurus High School. In what year? Uh, 1982. 1982, yeah. yeah. Go Warriors, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then you uh, you never left here. I uh, Yeah, I, I bought my first house here in, in Lafayette when yeah. I was 21 years old. Yeah. Uh, it was a kind of a fixer-upper, and I learned a lot of stuff from that. Because that's your job right. here. You're, you're, you have to fix everything. Now, sometimes there's things you can't fix, right? right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you, but you're always trying to do it yourself, aren't you? I try to save, you know, I'm trying to save money, so right. whatever I can do. So, um, but yeah, there's things that I that are beyond me, or it's unsafe for me to do, and I'm right. not. I'm not. I don't take risks, and I I try not to put any of my team in in jeopardy in any way, like, right. for those kind of things. But but we're, like you said, we're coming up to Christmas. Yep. You're gonna be. It's gonna be Black Friday before we know it. Right. Is that just like the biggest hassle? putting that Christmas stuff up and is there like always electrical problems and oh yeah they're blowing breakers and stuff like that but no it's all it's good we uh, my wife uh, Kelly makes chili and uh, Beth makes chili uh, Ricky Bobby's wife's going to make chili this year, and so uh, <laughs> she's not going to bring. She's not going to bring Pizza Hut and Kentucky Fried Chicken. No, we're <laughs> bringing, bringing pizza. We kind of have a, a chili, and p- people bring different things to put in the chili, and then they bring uh, they bring desserts, and we play Christmas music in the lobby, and it's just a it's just a good time. So 
talk about what life is like when you were at home. Because it seems like you're rarely home. It seems like you're always here. <laughs> uh, well, I, uh, I have a hillbilly swimming pool, above ground swimming pool in the summertime. Yeah. So now, do you have to take that down every year or do you just keep it covered? No, I, uh, I leave it up. Um, I, t- I uh, drain out a thousand gallons and water my lawn with it. I don't want to waste anything, you know? <laughs> and so, um, I drain, uh, it goes down to 4,000 gallons and then I, I, uh, drain that filters and, or get, you know, put away the pumps. So this is a big pool. It's a 15 foot round. Five, yeah. holds 5,000 gallons of water. Okay. So I've had it for 17 years. Yeah. So wow. It's a good way to, to relax, you know, and kick back and grill and drink a beer and float in the pool and. Right. And then what else do you do? You're I'm a well, I hunt. And again, we already spoke. You're a big NASCAR fan. Yeah, I love NASCAR. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I like any sport. Most sports, you know, football, basketball, all that kind of stuff. Right. Uh, but you're but actually I, wearing number 18. Yeah, Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch is in the this week is the championship. So yeah. <laughs> kudos to Kyle. Hope he wins. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, I, I even play. Uh, I'm so redneck. I even play uh, fantasy NASCAR. People don't know there's such thing as fantasy NASCAR. I didn't but. know there was such a thing. <laughs> what does fantasy NASCAR entail? Uh, you pick five drivers that you think are going to win that week, and and uh, there's about 21 of us that play, and uh, it's a blast. <laughs> and then you also are uh, weren't you in like a competitive uh, cornhole? Uh, yeah, I played uh, played cornhole. Uh, uh, com- well, just in a league, played cornhole in a league. So yeah, you you have to tell us the story about when you got locked out coming home. Oh, this yeah. is a, this is a year or so ago. Yeah, a couple years, you, I, a couple I, years ago. I noticed you had like a gash in your head, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I went. I think it was a Stanley Cup. I went up to my friend's house, and I didn't. You know how sometimes you don't talk to your wife like you should. You don't communicate very well. <laughs> yeah, and that it was one of those times. And so I I went up to my my friend's house, and you just walked down to his house. right? I just walked. Yeah, walk up walk up the street, go to his house, and watch the Stanley Cup, and came home, and I noticed that the I was locked out of the house. I didn't have keys to get in. Right. And it's pretty secure. And Kelly, we had just gotten a new fan in our room, a noise fan. Right. So I rang the doorbell, rang the doorbell, and couldn't get in the house. Because she couldn't hear a thing. She couldn't hear a thing. Did you try, like, the stone at the window? I tried everything. I tried everything. I didn't want to break the window because then I'd have to fix it. Right. (laughs) But but, uh, couldn't get in, couldn't get in. You know, I was out there. And then for hours and hours and hours, the, the the raccoons went down the street. I saw the raccoons running down the street. The, <laughs> the milkman came by. And didn't, our, you, didn't you just put like a new like screen door yeah. with glass that you didn't want to break? And, didn't want to break that. Because that's what you could have broken it, just gotten right. in, right? Yep. So yeah. then I tried to get on the fence and get up onto the roof because I thought there might be a window open up there. And then I slipped on the fence and hit my face on there. And now I'm bleeding. <laughs> And I'm outside, and I can't get in my house. <laughs> Finally, I, I was able to to pull the the screen door without breaking it, and and was able to get and in. Got it. Yeah. How long were you out there before you got in? Uh, it was at least five hours. <laughs> <laughs> See this this is just this just speaks to your patience. You're the most patient guy. I would have shattered the window a long time yeah. ago. I mean, I would have shattered the window in 20 minutes. I think. <laughs> I'm going in. You know? <laughs> kind of speaks for our neighborhood watch team, too. They don't yeah. do a very good job. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> this guy. Because like, what are you, 6'4"? Six, 6'5", four? Six, yeah, 6'4". Six, yeah, yeah, and, six, you, and I'm, up, I'm climbing around the roof and on the trying to get on the roof and jumping fences. And, and no one's pulling, seeing and, the shadowy figure yeah. trying to get into the Carlinder home. Yeah, and, it, and there's a sign right on our, you know, right on our blog, Neighborhood Watch Program, report any incidents. And there I am. <laughs> <laughs> no confidence in them. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so talk about this. Like I said, you have to decorate all of Flatirons Community Church, now campuses and everything. You're in charge of that. What kind of traditions do you have in the Carlander home? Is is decorating a big part of it? Oh yeah, uh, I griswall out the the uh, the roof. It's a two, you know we have a two story house, and so I get up there, I climb out the window and get on the roof and do you and uh, put up the lights and yeah it 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 shines. You do the you do the whole griswold. Oh, yeah. well, do you do the roof like the actual roof? Uh, I don't do the actual roof part. Do the, all I, I, the all, eaves. All though. the eaves, yeah, and it's it's all LED and it's super bright and. Yeah, it's totally. Of course, it's LED because that's cheaper. Cheaper, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I got them for free. So. Where'd you get them for free? Yeah, I got them from this guy for free. So he was giving them away. So yeah. That's great. Yeah. When I asked you what your favorite Christmas movie was, you said. It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. Old, uh, old, old School Lander. I yeah. think is how I put it. <laughs> You're forever tricking up your name for yeah. whatever situation. Right, right. Old School, old school Lander loves. Yeah. It's a wonderful life. Yep. And then you you said you got a poster in your in your like man cave. Yeah, in my man cave, I have a wonderful. It's a wonderful life. And yeah, a, yeah, it's a, that and a Braveheart poster and NASCAR memorabilia. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Is Ricky Bobby one of your favorite movies too? Oh, oh yeah, that's a good show. Yeah, yeah. that's funny. Yeah. So talk to me about what got you connected with that movie. It's a, it's just got a good story, you know, and it's so it's such an old movie, but it's still relative today, you know. Right. Um, things that happen to people and their circumstances and how they handle their circumstances. Yeah. You know, how things maybe not go your way and then, you know, you just end up making some bad choices. You right. Know? In that story, George, you know, he owed like, what, $8,000 or something. Right. And Which, that, that but, was, but, but in today's world, that would probably be like 100,000 100, or sure. 200,000 or something like that. Yeah. And so that, is something that you you as a family watched. Yes. Now let me ask this: Do the girls like it as much as you do? Yes, I think so. Yeah. yeah see, that's what happened for my kids too. Because what you just said, the story of this movie is, in the end, it's not about money. It's not about the mistakes that you make. It's about the people you surround yourself with. Right. And and that's just it. As the movie ends, when everybody's rallied around and helping George, and they're putting money in the basket, and someone pulls out Tom Sawyer, and that's the book that Clarence the Angel was reading, right. and that inscription about no man is a failure that has friends. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, what a great message to hear or to see year after year after year. Mm-hmm. And my kids, who most people their age, they they either have never heard of it or they hate it. It's like, it's a black and white movie. Right. It's like, <laughs> black and white doesn't mean it's bad. Right. Yeah. Right. So what's your favorite scene from It's a Wonderful Life? Well, the you know, the end, of course. Yeah. Um, when he finds out that, uh, you know, there's he's surrounded by all these people that love him, has all the support. Yeah. It's too bad that a lot of people that in in reality pull the trigger and don't get to see that. Because that is a key part of it. I mean, George is thinking of ending his life. Right. He's about to jump off the bridge, and then Clarence the Angel jumps in to rechart his course. Right. I don't know how many times I've seen this now, and 
I start to choke up. Yeah, I know. Me too. At, when he's on the bridge, when he's just asking God, God, please, right. please, I want to go home. You know. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it starts snowing again, and he's really crying. And because uh, Jimmy Stewart was a great actor, mm-hmm. like I said, you get to realize what you're blessed with, you know, and yeah. how thankful you are, and so that uh, that's always something that we try to instill in our kids. And uh, a lot of people don't realize it, but uh, uh, Ernie. Uh, was the taxi driver, taxi cab driver in that show, and Bert was the Bert um, the cop, the cop, and that's how we got Ernie and Bert from mm, Sesame Street. Sesame Street, yeah. So, oh yeah, this yeah. this movie is so influential, right? So, are you excited about having people here for Christmas? Yeah, well, um, I'm going to work on uh, tiling my uh, master bathroom. So oh, you're going to take vacation to work a little bit. You're yeah. not taking, you're probably not going to take a vacation. You're just going to use the week that we all have off. Right. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that'll be good. I haven't had a chance to do that. It's going to be a good project. So yeah. I like to do, do it yourself stuff at home. So. Will Kelly help you? Oh yeah. She's a big help. That's yeah. great. Yeah. That's great. What are you looking forward to most in the new year? Who knows? May have uh, there's no news on it yet, but uh, maybe a grand grandpa sooner or later that's great that would be good tired uh, of the grand donkeys and grand yeah, yeah time to time to move on <laughs> yeah <laughs> so uh yeah that that would be that, that would be something i would look forward to that man mike carlander is one of the nicest and most humble men you will ever come across and whenever i think of mike i think of what jesus said about us and how we're supposed to live out our lives because of him. Jesus says in Matthew 20, 26 through 27, that whoever wants to be great among you, amongst those of us who call Jesus Savior, whoever wants to be great among you must be your servant. And whoever wants to be first must be your slave. Just as the Son of Man, just as Jesus, did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life is a ransom for many. And that epitomizes Mike Carlander. Mike started out serving as a volunteer around here, serving, making sure that the floors were swept, the trash was emptied, and the toilets were clean. Stuff that I, and and I'm guessing you too maybe, don't even think about when we walk through the doors each weekend. But it's important, isn't it? And here's why, here's why I believe it's so important. Every weekend, people walk through the doors of one of our campuses and they're struggling. They're struggling with life and relationships and Jesus. And the enemy is working on them, working overtime, trying to distract them and divert their attention, trying to find things to annoy them about church and Christians and Jesus. We've all been there. You know what I'm talking about. And a quick way to get under someone's skin is to jack with the surface stuff, real tangible things like dirty toilets and trashy parking lots and and junk scattered all over the auditorium. It's a quick, easy way for the enemy to plant negative thoughts and cynical attitudes where we end up in our heads thinking, look at this, trash everywhere, like they really care, bunch of hypocrites. I mean, we've all been there. And that's why Mike Carlander is here, serving others, making sure he's gonna do whatever he can do to remove any distractions and annoyances that might get in the way of people bumping into Jesus. So, if you'd like to join in serving alongside with Mike and his amazing team, it's never too late to sign up. 
especially for the upcoming Christmas Eve services. You can reach out to Mike the Man yourself by connecting with him online at www.flatironschurch.com. Next week, we head into the holiday home stretch with one of my favorites, and now after next week, our most frequent guest, Chief Financial Officer at Flatirons, Michael Kane. Michael stops by to talk Christmas crazy spending and to share a more personal side of himself and his family and what Christmas looks like in the Kane home. I hope you join us next week. We'll have the virtual Yule log on the fire and make sure the eggnog is spiked. This is Dan Foote, and you've been listening to Wake Up Call, the Flatirons podcast for men. 